right, it is uh, that segment that I love the most. This is called the 10 on it segment. That is when, you know, some of you guys out there feel gracious enough to throw some money into the digital panhandling bucket bring up a topic or a question you can do so at the links provided in the the joint right here as soon as i find my youtube channel all right here it is cash app light skin hero paypal link is is up there as well somewhere pinned at the top what up uh zaki zaki degenerate Defund Tatiana, aka Black Introvert. All right, so <clears throat> got a question here. Well, topic. This is coming from our buddy uh, who posted this. Where did it go? Art Banaka. Give me a second. Hold on. Art Banaka. He wants to know, he wants my opinion on whether, give me a second, trying to find exactly what he wrote. He says, hey, G, hope you're doing good, man. I got a video I like you, I like to get your take on, take on it when you get a chance. I'm going to give you some cash app cheese. Here you go. All right, so he wants my opinion. He did a video called The Manosphere Got Pumped and Dumped. So we're going to go listen to this. We're going to see what he's talking about. Of course, I'm going to get my two cents, you know, so that you know, I, I got to do what I got to do. All right. So <clears throat> let's just check out my man, Art Banaka. Also, y'all go sub to him. He's at 920. Let's get this brother to a thousand subs. Art Banaka. All right. Let's check him out. Let me know if y'all can hear this. <laughs> yeah. What up? What up? How you guys doing? Anyway, look, I'm stuck here today with a big old snowstorm and all that stuff. It's, yeah, it's looking pathetic out here, man. I mean, the snow has stopped, but my, my truck is pretty much buried. <laughs> so I'm going to have to, like, shovel this shit. Man, no wonder I don't want to live in a cold climate no more because I don't want to deal with that crap. Anyways, what up? How you guys doing, huh? So, yo, I, had, I was in a live stream with um, Cam yesterday. I actually talked for like about two hours, man. It was pretty interesting. And we talked, we discussed a whole lot of stuff. Uh, you know, the whole, um, you know, high value man and shit that we usually talk about anyway. So here's a funny thing, right? This is, this is where I'm going with this. Look, the manosphere got pumped and dumped, y'all. The manosphere got pumped and dumped. Like, real hard. Like, the motherfuckers that used to be your leaders and shit like that, yo, they want nothing to do with you no more. <laughs> you know, let me hold on, let me get rid of that shit because it's, it's hiding my mouth pretty much. So, I'm, I'm assuming he's talking about Angry Man, Obsidian, and O'Shea. Those are like the so-called unofficial leaders or leaders of the manosphere I, you know I, I guess i don't know but you know we'll roll with that so let's see i right, hold up hold up hold up uh let's see yeah i don't have to show it anymore all right good yo here's a funny thing right 
What up? Shout out to you guys on the chat. Here's a funny thing. Because when small self like him or um you know exposing the manosphere when we're talking about this cra crazy shit when we're talking about the toxic environment that is now the manosphere motherfuckers had all topic excuses to actually this um to to dismiss us you know ah oh, he's a hater oh he's gay he's this he's that like they they wouldn't actually like it's not like they would actually refute our claim right it's not like they would actually you know um discuss saying that no you're wrong this is why you're wrong you know a b and c having like a, a logical conclusion as to why our position is wrong based on what you know what we say no they don't even want to bother with this it's more like man shut the fuck up nigga you know you're just a hater you're just a hater bro you know <laughs> look at how look at your small subscribers as if the truth cannot call from cannot come from someone who actually has small subscribers and now and now right the so-called leaders of the manosphere the people that you guys used to regard as you know high value or you know the leaders they want nothing to do with y'all they are now saying the exact same shit that we've been saying for a long time now you guys are toxic. Yeah, you could talk all the crap that you want about when your women are this, women are that. And yeah, some of the thing you said is true. We never disputed that. But all we were asking for is that your dog look in the fucking mirror. Look in the mirror. It's not just them. It takes two to tango, right? But now the funny thing about it, though, right? It's like now people are leaving the manosphere like rats on a sinking ship. And the, the the ones that are left, the so-called leaders that are now left, you know, they look pathetic, though. It's almost as if, like, you know, what feminism used to be compared to what feminism is now. is It's pathetic. It's sad. I, I, I don't know if people are actually leaving the manosphere. Um, you know, you got... The so-called big names, the so-called founders, however you want to phrase it, they're quote unquote leaving because, you know, there really is there really is no money in the manosphere like that. Now, I'm talking about long term, sustainable money that that you can potentially scale up is really not popping. It was never really popping like that, in my honest opinion. Um it can create the illusion of that, but you know, you got everybody trying to chase mainstream success on YouTube, which is basically the equivalent of trying to say you want to be like the next PewDiePie or you want to be like the next big white YouTuber who has hundreds of thousands uh, of subs into the millions and they're just getting, you know, endorsement deals or you know, they, they got all kind of crazy crap going on, right? That That is, that's what's really going on. And I've been saying it for the longest. The manosphere, the way it was built, you know, thanks to the likes of Tommy Sotomayor and, and Sarge Willie Pete, and then followed by Manosphere 2.0 or Black YouTube 2.0, whatever the case may be. It's an extreme, yeah, there it is right there, Hood Servitive. This is a, a very extreme niche market. I'm talking about this is a niche inside of a niche inside of a niche. 
very listen it, it's okay there's a saying that says if, if you want the riches well, how's it go N niches to riches or something like that if you want to if you want to get rich so-called rich off of content creation you got to niche down i mean you got to focus on one specific topic to become like the subject matter expert in that topic and that is pretty much all you ever talk about write about blog about whatever it is that you do right and that works in a lot of instances like it's, it's working on my it channel <laughs> believe it or not but the thing about the manosphere is the you you can niche down and, and cry about black women all day yada 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 but dude you're only going to get so far with that mess because it is extreme extremely toxic material that very few people are going to get behind like you're not going to have a bunch of potential advertisers and and um other companies out there that might want to throw some money at you like i was watching angry man a couple weeks ago and angry man and he was up there talking about how he just got his first endorsement deal from some watchmaker so you know angry man be on instagram posting you know his latest gear and i guess somebody's seen him flexing and they got some type of some type of endorsement deal going on and um you know that's cool you know what i'm saying but i don't know of any watchmakers or any other companies that have real big money that's going to be wanting to throw your money behind, throw their money behind a bunch of black predominantly black men just hopping online and whining and crying and bashing black women into oblivion and then it's the same way with the females because the females i don't know what the heck they call their the woman sphere but it's it's you know the cynthia g types it's it's almost it's, it's pretty much the same thing right you're just not you're not going to find a lot of companies that want to put their money behind it and i keep bringing up companies because you guys you guys go look at these big youtubers pewdiepie uh marquise brownlee marquez brownlee whatever his name is and you know all the big dogs out there that just got tens of millions of subs most of them make the majority of their money not from youtube ad revenue a lot of that money you know a significant portion comes from ad revenue but i'm willing to bet 50 60 percent of their money comes from other things like selling t-shirts or merchandise deals that they have with major companies like you can go research all this crap right so if if you want like big time mainstream success you're gonna have to escape the manosphere bubble because you can only go so far off of donations in the cash app or in the super chats i mean it's, it's cool looking at 25 50 coming through here and there and it's all greatly appreciated like shout out to to zaki over here he says that's why i'm not going to label my channel black manosphere too many ninjas bringing up black women and nothing else yeah so these five dollar super chats are cool and y'all want to support the channel that's all fine and dandy um i appreciate that but that's not going to be able to sustain you or care or help you scale up into becoming this major i don't know content creator on youtube and so when you see the likes of O'Shea, how he's transitioned away from doing the rumbles, he's doing celebrity gossip, and now he's going to cross over 100,000 subs. Kevin Samuels, he's he's like 200-something thousand subs. <clears throat> and, you know, he's 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 becoming more and more, quote-unquote, mainstream, I guess you could say. And then you see Obsidian trying to do the exact same thing, followed by the likes of people like Bernard Riley, where they're all throwing on their suits and, trying to mimic kevin samuels that's because 
they realize that you're only going to get so far with this this Negro nonsense in black YouTube. Like you're only going to get so far with it. And this is why all of you other content creators out there, I've been telling y'all for the longest. And, you know, y'all don't have to listen to me, but, you know, I'm doing it right now, even though I'm not doing it at the level that others are doing due to the subject material I talk about. But I've been telling y'all for the longest, man, if y'all want to make more money and become a bigger content creator with the hopes of generating more money, you're going to have to create content that's outside of Black Manosphere content. Like, th that's the only way this is going to work. Very few of y'all will be able to create a thriving channel where you got tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of subs, money just, just, just raining on you. Very few of you are actually going to be able to do that, man. But the allure of just coming in here to just talk ad nauseum about the same crap over and over with black women is extremely appealing. Now, if you're cool with that factor and you're not really concerned about any monetary gains or what you could do with your channel moving into the future, then keep doing what you do. But I don't think most people are, I, I just find it hard to believe that most content creators actually, black content creators actually enter black YouTube and they're just content with being in the black manosphere, stuck with about 500 to a thousand, maybe they'll get as high as five, 10,000 subs. Like I heard some, I was listening to somebody's video. Who was I watching? I want to say, well, I was watching, um, I think I was watching Ramil. And there was some dude who came on there. Oh, yeah, it was, I was watching Ramil's video. And there was a dude that was on the panel who was talking about how he um he 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 has two kids. They're grown, like he's in his 40s, so he got two grown kids, right? And he was saying something to the effect that how he likes to date women that already have kids. You know, everybody started clowning him going down the simp thing, but he said something else. Everybody was asking him about his channel. This dude got I'm not worried about views. I'm not worried about this. Like, I hate when people throw that excuse out there. If you're not worried about views or getting attention to your channel, why are you making videos? Nobody that is a content creator who comes on YouTube makes videos that they do not want people to see, that they do not want the masses to see. That is totally against the, the objective of YouTube. The objective of YouTube is to be seen. It's to have a bunch of people gravitate towards your channel and hopefully you can figure out a way to monetize the channel and make a lot of money. That's the objective. So I hate when people give that, that lie out there. I'm just making videos. I don't want nobody to watch myself. Just stop making videos. Just hang out in the chat box like non-content creators. Or go back to Twitter, Facebook, or some other social media platform, or, or just get off social media in general. Like, like I hate when people do that mess. But in regards to black YouTube, in specific, the black manosphere, you're only going to get so far with this mess, man. You're only going to get so far. So you'll have a bunch of dudes who say that they don't care about long-term longevity, long, uh, longevity, financial success, wanting to grow their channel, yada, yada. A lot of these dudes are lying. They are lying. And then the ones that you see who are trying to break out of the manosphere that are content creators, they have realized that this, this isn't going to pay off. There isn't enough money to go around. You have to come up with another strategy that can bring you in money, that can bring you in views so that you can transition out of black YouTube to becoming just a regular YouTuber. I was watching a stream yesterday with, um, you know, C Boogie. 
this guy was going. I, I like his content. I think he's a very intelligent dude and all that shit, right? And when he used to do his, when he used to criticize, let's say, the female nature and so on and so forth. And he was on his criticism was not coming from, uh, like you know, he was like bashing people and all that shit, right? He was coming from a very constructive manner, right? All right, this is what you ladies are doing. This fucked up. It's fucked up. Blah blah blah. So on and so forth, right? Which no one can dispute that. Everybody could agree with that. But after a while, he's looking at it like, yo. Shout out to Kimberly for the ten dollars. She says, uh, "For God's work." Uh, I don't know if I'm doing God's work. I'm just doing uh, common sense work. But appreciate that. Anybody else want to donate? Links are in the uh, in the thing over there. There's only so much we could keep blaming these women for. There's only so much we could keep saying the same shit about this broad. But you guys, look at y'all. Look at the way I behave. Look at the the toxicity in y'all. Like, and y'all don't even want to address that. You you have idiots talking about in the red pill, the blue pill, they beefing and all this shit. Dude, it's the same shit. It's all revolve around pussy. Because now what's what tends to happen, right? And that is a hundred percent true for the most part. You got all these endless, pointless beefs, and they all evolve around primarily a bunch of so-called grown men arguing and bickering about who can pull chicks. I mean, that that's, listen, that is what the black manosphere has devolved into. You know, you have a lot of people who make black manosphere content and they'll be like, I'm, I'm creating content because I want to help the next generation of young black men become somebody. Look, I have a, I'm right. I'm currently in the process of raising the next generation. I have a soon to be 15 year old son upstairs, you know, coming downstairs, just eating up all the food in my refrigerator every single day. Do I really want my fit, my soon to be 50? Well, I keep saying soon to be, he'll, he'll be 15 next in August next year. But do I want my soon to be 15 year old son getting life lessons from a bunch of dudes on YouTube where all they do is whine and cry and beef and, and, and try to one up somebody or dox somebody, expose somebody all because all because it, it all stemmed from some, some coochie, whether that, whether or not they, got the coochie in real life or are they just sitting around here fantasizing about some some online persona on youtube aka somebody like jessica x or whatever the case may be like that that is what the manosphere is there there is no value in it other than just checking out the ridiculousness and the ignorance that black society can can put on display like what is the difference between this and World Star? The only difference between this and World Star is you guys aren't recording yourselves fighting each other yet. And I say yet because I'm pretty sure that's going to come down the pipe soon enough. That, that's like the only major difference between Black YouTube and World Star is the content creators aren't recording themselves twerking all over the place and kicking and scratching and fighting all over the place. But it might go there. It might go there. You know what I'm saying? But that's what the that's what the black manosphere has devolved into. That's why some people are just tired of it, because the black manosphere, look, I watch it, but 
and I'm sure most of y'all are just like this. Y'all know how to separate reality from BS. You know how to separate strictly entertainment from educational or informational content. Most of us, I'm 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 under the impression, most of y'all who listen to me, y'all listen to this mad mulatto coon talk that I put out here religiously. I'm under the belief that most of y'all probably think similar to me in some aspects in that you really don't see any value coming from these manosphere channels other than just to get your chuckle on and just and just watch the latest drama unfold that that black people love to engage in like it's a national pastime. But at the same time, I just don't believe that there is any any real value in it beyond that. And even the entertainment value that's presented, it has a cap on it. Like, I just I just don't see any longevity with it because in 10 years, they are going to be talking about the same thing. What the only difference between 2020 and 2030 with the black manosphere or let's just go back to 2010, 2010 and 2020. The only difference between the first generation and the current generations are just the names of the content creators. New channels popped up but they are talking about the same crap. And it's the same way with the pro-black babblers. They are talking about the same crap Negroes was whining and crying about 10 years ago. No change, no growth, no anything. You, you can even throw the swirlers in here like Kristen and Karazin, or you can throw the colorism crybabies in here like Chrissy. They've been on YouTube crying about the same crap, y'all. 10 years. Five years, however long they've been around. This, I'm just going to keep it within a 10-year window. What value has any of this stuff produced? Most of them aren't making any real money. They might get a couple hundred dollars a month off this, but they're not making any life-changing money to where they can become full-time YouTubers. They're not getting any endorsement deals banging down there. Most of them are scared to show their face in regards to the content that they say. So that lets you know. That is this really a viable is, is the black manosphere really viable if you are scared to put your face out there and talk of, and, and, and stand firmly on your square about a lot of this nonsense that you project out there at, because you feel like you're helping people. No, you're not. You're just adding to the toxic BS. And then you got the nerve to sit around here and cry and complain about why people talk crazy about the black community. Well, it's because of people like you. You put it out there. You're convincing people to do this every single day with no solution. It's one thing if you talk crazy about them, because I'm known to talk crazy about them, but I turn around and I give a realistic solution. These clowns don't even give solutions to the garbage that they cry and complain about every day. So if you can't even present a solution, what, what, where is the longevity in this thing outside of the scope other than you just running around here, just engaging in endless circle jerk, whining and crying? That That's part of the reason why you got smart content creators like Obsidian, you know, even though I don't really agree with a lot, a lot of the things he says, but at least he's smartened up over the past couple of years. I've been listening to him, O'Shea and others, even Angry Man that they're tired of dealing with it because what, what is the point? You're just literally just stuck in this void of crying about the same crap. And the only thing that changes are new voices get added to the equation.
So why do that? If you really want to take this YouTube thing seriously or, you know, this this so-called black media, seriously, you're going to have to transition away from the BS with the hopes of going more, quote unquote, mainstream, whatever the heck that means in regards to YouTube or anything beyond YouTube. And this is how the manuscript got pumped and dumped, right? So you hear what these guys are grieving about. And then you come through as a, you know, as a, a, a content creator and they'd be like, hey, you know, what? I'm going to get some of that pie. So you repeat the same talking point. You put on your swag onto it and shit like that. Right. So they look at you like, oh, no, he's he he understands us. He understands our plight. This is on you. And and I'm glad Art brought this point up. This is literally what happens, Art Banaka. This is why I made that video uh, about a week ago saying that there is just no originality in black YouTube. It is literally people just running around repeating what somebody else has said. Most of them don't even put any original thought into it. They literally just sometimes just repeat verbatim what somebody else has said as if as if we've never heard it before. At least if you're going to do that, attempt to put a unique spin to it. Most of these guys and women are just lazy content creators. And I'm not just talking about lazy in terms of production, because you see, I have an avatar up there. I'm not going to go out here. I mean, maybe in the future, I don't know. But, you know, I'm not really in a rush to be putting up elaborate sets like Angry Man or Kevin Samuel. You know, I look, I'm not even concerned about that right now. But most people, you know, aside from that, most people, they just, they just literally just want to repeat what somebody else has said and and try to put it. They're not even trying to put a real unique spin to it, man. But this, this is a major problem with black content creators on YouTube. Which is why they drag the overall quality of the manosphere down. Because everybody's just repeating what the most popular person said. Is it? That's all you're doing. Leaders, brothers, you know, we got to hold the line. Yes, he knows how pain, he knows how we feel. So you have a whole bunch of scrubbers flooding, you know, flooding that content creator and all this shit. And then once he's done accumulating enough subscribers, and it's like, yo, what the fuck do I need you all around for? You know what? Peace. I'm going mainstream. How long do you think Kevin Samuel is going to be hanging around the manosphere? He's already popping off. He knows that he actually already created a name for himself. It's it's only about a matter of time before he dumps y'all. I mean, yeah, you, you guys might spread them cheeks for him for, for, for a little bit longer. Oh, Kevin, Kevin, you're so raw. You're so good, Kevin. You're so right, brother. Oh, preach, Kevin, preach. Oh, Kevin, you are the man, Kevin. Oh, give it to me, Daddy Kevin. <laughs> Until he got, you know, you guys are like, you know, putting the suit on putting the glasses on you know um the moment the moment kevin samuels gets a real endorsement deal because look here's the thing i don't watch kevin samuels but based off of his growth and his popularity i can almost 100 percent guarantee you that there are people in hollywood looking at him right now i get i can almost 100 percent guarantee you that somebody in hollywood or tv land is is in contact with this dude trying to figure out what they can do whether they can sign him to some type of some type of deal with a bigger youtube channel or because you know i know this to be true because i got a friend of mine that lives in atlanta 
a rapper. He used to be in the army. He got out. He got he got a, he got a management deal with um Eight Ball MJG. Anyways, he just recently he opened up his own recording studio in Atlanta, and inside the recording studio, he ho- he hosts his own podcast. And he has like a lot of rappers from the ATL come through and like big time, you know, a lot of dudes, everybody that's bubbling all the way to some major names who come through his podcast. And he just posted on Facebook the other day that he just signed some contract with some YouTube channel that got like two million subs and they're going to be hosting his podcast on their YouTube channel. And I, I don't know all the details of the money is and none of that crap, but I'm just saying this is something that I know. Is, is more than likely going down because it's happening with somebody that I know in real life who none of y'all, most of y'all have probably never heard of this dude, but he's in and around, unless you're, unless you're in and around the Atlanta area, you might know who I'm talking about, but he just signed a contract with a YouTube channel, got like 2 million subs and they're going to be playing his podcast on their channel and he's going to get way more exposure than he's ever had previous to this. Cause his before that, you know, I, I don't know what his numbers were, but you know, they were big enough, big enough to attract this major channel. So I guarantee you with Kevin Samuels, it's probably going down like that with him right now. TV companies. I mean, I, I mean, I'm just maybe even radio stations where he might be on some Steve Harvey type. Yeah, I don't know. But the point is once that happens, of course he finna chuck deuces on the black manosphere. <laughs> That shouldn't come as a shock. And then once he once he makes it, because I, I believe this dude, this brother probably will make it once he makes it and moves on. You know, you're going to have a lot of people trying to, you know, switch their tune to get down just like him. But you're just not Kevin Samuels. A lot of y'all just aren't Kevin Samuels. Obsidian, I like the brother, but you're not Kevin Samuels. Uh, Bernard Riley, I watch you every now and then, but you're not Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels is Kevin Samuels. (laughs) He has his own unique swag and style. And, you know, he came in the door. I used to watch his cologne joints back in the day. He came in the door looking like how he looks, talking like how he talks. You know, it's the same way with Derek Jackson. Derek Jackson, I went to, we went to the same college. We didn't know each other, but we went to the same school. He is a t-shirt dude. 90% 90% of the time making videos in his car, big muscular chocolate brother that women throw themselves over. And that's his image. That's his appeal. He got like five, six, seven hundred thousand subs on YouTube, probably pulls in a hundred thousand dollars a month between YouTube, book sales, shows, all kind of crap. And then you have some other dudes trying to imitate that. Y'all are just not them. And of course, the likes of Kevin Samuels are going to move on. Because it makes no sense to hang around in a void where it's just nothing but negativity and negativity and and toxic material that does not play well to the greater mainstream society. That and the greater mainstream society are the ones throwing money at people all the time. I mean, come on. Remember when PewDiePie messed up the money for all of us YouTubers a couple years ago because PewDiePie got on there and said I think he said the N-word when he was playing a video game or something like that. And the next thing you know, Disney pulled the money from him. And then that caused all kinds of headaches and issues for the rest of us. Like, this is just how this thing goes, man. Of course, he's not going to be around. I wouldn't be around. I'm not even mad at the brother. I wouldn't be around either. (laughs) 
I'm out. A high value male. That's that's the word of the that's the phrase these kids are using nowadays. Oh, I'm a high value male. Yes, Kevin. Let these bitches know they hit the wall, Kevin. Oh, yes, Kevin Samuel. Oh, you're my daddy, Kevin. <laughs> Once he's done with y'all. Once y'all put him in the level that he wants to be at, he's not going to want nothing to do with you. Because at some point, he's going to have to address the toxicity and the manosphere. And what are you going to say? Oh, he's a hater now? What are you going to say? Is he a hater? Is he jealous? Is he jealous of you going overseas and, you know, and fucking prostitutes? That's exactly what they're going to do. That's exactly. Listen, anybody that addresses the toxicity and holds a mirror up to the manosphere, that is exactly what happens. Doesn't matter how big or how small you are. That is exactly what's going to happen. Is he jealous? <laughs> is he a broke dude? <laughs> These are the shit they throw my way. Oh, Art, Art, you're just a broke dude. You broke, bro. How dare you criticizing us when you broke? You broke art. How dare you? <laughs> what are you gonna say about C Boogie now? What are you gonna say about guys like G Larry, who's pretty much saying the exact same shit that we're talking about? Like, dude, all right, I understand what's going on with the bitches. I get it. But look in the freaking mirror. That's it. Look in the mirror. You were pissed off. Because we were trying to hold you accountable. You were pissed. And that's and that's part of the problem, man. That's part of the problem. The manosphere, I don't know when this actually happened, but somehow it transitioned into this place where it became a safe haven for, for dudes not to look in the mirror and hold themselves accountable. Why do you suck? How come you suck with the women? How come your career sucks? How come this sucks about you? It became this safe haven. And it also then it then it went down this path of just blame everything on black women nonstop. Black women got all these babies. Well, who the nigga that got her pregnant? Like, how come that is never talked about? They these chicks don't get pregnant on their own. They ain't going down there getting in vitro and 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 all and going down to the sperm bank. A lot of you Negroes out there putting these babies in these chicks, but the moment you talk about it, all of a sudden you're a hater. You're this. You're like, bruh. I don't understand. This is this is this is part of the reason why I, I don't really relate to a lot of these young Negroes. I'm like, I I, I just didn't come up. In, I I just wasn't raised that way, to where I didn't have to be accountable. I wasn't held accountable for the crap that I did. I, I wasn't raised. I was raised where I had to be held accountable. I don't, I don't know if this is a new phenomenon or maybe because I grew up in a two-parent household. Like, I don't know what the heck is going on. But I just never found comfort in trying to blame everybody for all of my issues before I try to figure out exactly what did I contribute to this problem. And it's the same way with the pro-blacks when they're running around here blaming white people every five minutes. It's the same way with the colorism crybabies when they're running around here blaming light-skinned chicks every five minutes. It's the same thing. No matter what sector in black YouTube you reside in, the common theme is none of these Negroes like accountability. None of them. The black women always crying about black men. They don't like accountability on their part either. None of them. 
it's 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 a pathetic environment. But yeah, you will be a hater if you call it out. But at the end of the day, who cares? Who cares? It needs to be called out. But you know, that's why channels like mine's will only get so big. Like I'll never, dude. I'll probably, I, I tell you, I'll probably never break ten thousand subs. Hell, I'm losing more subs on this channel than anything. In case y'all don't, in case y'all don't notice, my subs have been decreasing over the last couple months. But that's cool because my subs on my other channel have been increasing. But whatever. I'm hoping to phase out of the black manosphere one day. My damn self, shit. <laughs> self, because how dare you point out the obvious? That some of you motherfuckers ain't shit. How dare you, Art? You criticizing the brothers. Don't you know we got to stick together? Don't you know we got to hold the line? One pin is tip. Sister sister says, Kevin Samuel male fans want a shot at him. They worship him. Look, that's that's only because he is the 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 hot topic out there. He's saying all the, the right things that brothers want to hear. They want to hear somebody get up on here and just unapologetically tell women off to their face. But the reality is Kevin Samuels ain't the first person to do it. Tommy Sotomayor, Sarge Willie Pete, you got a plethora of YouTubers who've been doing it. It's just Kevin packaged it up in a unique package. He threw a he threw a suit and a tie on that damn thing and sprinkled some cologne on it. And then that attracted a bunch of women to the channel, women to the channel. And, you know, now all of a sudden the dude's like, I want to be like him. But in about a year or two, somebody else will be coming up right behind him. And that person will be the new hot, hot thing moving out there on the block. I mean, it's just this is the way it is. You know what I mean, and then the moment Kevin says something that the dudes don't agree with, like if he starts holding up that mirror to these dudes, then they're going to turn on him too. I mean, that's the way it goes. Dudes don't want to be held accountable in the black mantle sphere. They want everything to be just black women's fault, and then they want to sit back and watch black men dog black women all day, every day. That's it. That's, that's all they care. They don't care about anything constructive. They just want to see somebody dogging a black woman. Like that infamous video where he went viral talking about that black chick. And then everybody's like, oh, but you didn't see the whole video. I didn't have to see the whole video. I know why most of y'all watch it, and I know why most of y'all got a kick out of it. Y'all got a kick out of him telling this chick she's going to die alone. Maybe, maybe it's going to be true. Maybe it's I don't know, and I don't care. <laughs> what happens with that woman is her business. But that's most of the reason why people tuned into it and it went viral is because they're like, oh, my goodness, he said this to her. Like, yeah, that's why you watch it. You, 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 he, he's mastered the, the so-called shock value. You know, this is what Tommy Sotomayor used, to, Sotomayor used to do. Tommy used to go viral all the time. Did y'all forget that? Did y'all forget Tommy used to be all over uh, 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 World Star? So this isn't a new thing. <laughs> it's just a new person. time come on art why don't you want to be part of this you a hater bro <laughs> now the big youtubers are actually dumping y'all the big youtubers want nothing to do with the quote-unquote manosphere shit now they're talking about like oh i ain't part of the manosphere i'm doing my own thing oh now you're doing your own thing of course you already got all your subscribers you already like you know name you know put a name for yourself all that shit because you don't want to keep associating with with guys that get on the camera just like you 
and then talking like some of the most reckless shit and claiming that also they are the manosphere. You know, come on now. It's like, how long do you think this whole a high value male phrase is gonna stick around until like some dude, you know, like, hey guys, hey ladies, yeah, that's right, I'm a high value, yeah. You know, you bitches love, you bitches wish I could have a motherfucker like me. I'm a high value. Dude, you know, all you got to do, put a suit on, you know, look. And it's like, yo, it's all slogan, but no substance behind these words. That's why y'all, you guys keep moving from one, you know, one flag to the next flag. You know, you guys can't stick around. It's like, yeah, find whatever's popular at the time. And y'all stick to it, just like, um, because uh, here, just like with, with MGTOW, MGTOW was a great fucking movement, bro. MGTOW was had great philosophy. MGTOW like had something that was like, okay, look, forget about all this pussy shit, forget about all these chasing women, forget about all this PUA, all that stuff. What you need to do is focus on improving your life. You know, it's like, okay, look. You're not making enough money right now? Focus on that. You don't have a career right now? Focus on that. You know, get in shape. Do this. Do that. All right, you have a speech impediment. All right, work on that. Improve yourself. That was, That's what I loved about MGTOW. Yeah, making six figures. <laughs> this is how, you know, listen, this is how you can tell most people that listen to this, they don't make a lot of money. Or they're not working jobs that can put them in a position to make that type of money. Because six figures, it looks like a lot on paper. But the reality is six figures is, is, is really relative to where you live at. Like you could be making six figures living in Brooklyn. And that's like the equivalent of making like $50,000 a year, $60,000 a year. Or you can be a six-figure earner. And have damn near six figures worth of debt. Like I know, I know quite a few people that are above the six figure mark, and their debt is damn near matching their income because they don't know how to live within their means. So it seems great. And look, I'm not telling people to not make six figures or beyond. Make whatever it is you feel like you can make, but you gotta you gotta keep it in in its context. Six figures looks it's it's just it's just a, something that sounds good on paper. You have to actually dig inside of these people's bank accounts to see what they're spending their money on. To see how they're actually living. What type of debt do you actually owe out there? And it ain't just the chicks, because I know an argument is these college educated women, they got all this debt. It's a bunch of niggas that go to college too. They got a bunch of a bunch of Negroes that got all these fancy schmancy degrees that owe just as much debt as these women. I don't even know why that's even uh, like, how was that ever? Why is that never brought up? I got my younger brother right now. He's in law school. I don't know how much money he owes in student debt, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I, you know, I, 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 it's a whole bunch of people out there like that men and women. So you can't just always get fascinated about a six figure thing. Because it's really, it's not really, here's the thing for all you youngins. It's not how much money you make. It's actually how much money you keep. That's, that's what you need to remember. It's not about how much you make. 
It's about how much do you keep? And then you have all these dudes come in front of me like, oh, all right. So that's what this kid's a all right, good. I guess I'm I'm MGTOW now. You know, you just change the label from you know, PUA to MGTOW, and all of a sudden you gain a whole bunch of followers, and then you start misleading these kids. You'd be like, well, you know, I'm not chasing bitches, but you know, it's easier to just get a prostitute, bro. You know, you can get a prostitute, bro. You know, have you actually changed anything? No. And then it's like the whole circle revolves around like you just talking back, just about bitches. So you claim you left the plantation, but you keep hanging around the plantation. <laughs> it's like it's like you go to the slave owners, right? You're like, ha I see, see, I told you I would skip the plantation, and the, the slave owners be like, um, okay, so what are you still doing here? I don't want you here. You know you want me here. You know you want me back in the plantation, don't you? Don't you? Yeah, yeah. Say it, say it, admit it. You know you want me back in the plantation. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Of course you do. Yeah, look at you. Yeah, you know you want me back in the pussy plantation. Yeah, you want to And then you know the, the slave owner looking at you like, right, go away, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, here's the next hustle, right? The next fucking hustle is you now have okay, not only the uh the uh not only the leaders of the manosphere already pumping dump job. Now you have women coming into your space to pump and dump you. Like women like Jessica X and all the female YouTubers, they are now pandering to your crowd and, you know, be like, oh, yeah, brother. Oh, you know, rubbing your back and stuff like that. Be like, you know, that whole circle motion. You know, like when a chick is crying or the chick is crying and shit like that. But, you know, you don't really want to deal with it. And then you kind of like, you know, that circle rub. Be like, yeah, all right, girl, I hear you. I hear you. Oh, come on. Don't worry. You know, you're rubbing her back. And then I just like, oh, I don't believe it. I can understand this. That's, that's you, niggas. That's you. You know, so the female coming through, like, oh, that's all. Oh, these women treated you bad. Oh, I hear you. Yeah, come on. You can curl my shoulder. Yeah, come on. Don't forget to hit the, the don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Oh, come on. Look, I hear you right. You're right. Oh, these bitches and shit. Oh, I, I feel you. Oh, who's a big boy? Who's a big boy now? Oh, I know. see, yo, see, I know women need to be held accountable. Oh, I know. I understand. Oh, you. These women. These women in the manosphere got got you clowns figured out to a T. They know they can just come in here and just say all the things you want to hear. Present this image of being this docile, submissive woman. And put up a picture or an avatar that's, you know, kind of titillating, I should say. And y'all will make it rain on these chicks. Regardless of what they say. I mean, I don't really listen to a lot of females in in the black manosphere. I listen to Sister George, and I think she she makes some interesting content. But a lot of these other chicks, Jessica X, uh, who else? I, I, I don't even know their names. I don't even listen to them. And I'm not, and it's not me saying that they don't. That's not me saying that they make bad content. I just know that based off of the ones that I do kind of see hanging around that, you know, are actively creating content. Dude, they just, it's just a money grab. I don't, I don't really think most of these chicks really believe half the crap they're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I just, I find it to me, I just find it a little odd how so many black women can sit around 
and listen to a bunch of black men constantly berate them all day long. <laughs> or they'll they'll come out they'll come out here and be like, well, he's not talking about me. But the moment you don't do something that he doesn't like, he he will be talking about you. I just kind of find it hard to believe, and I think some of these women are a little. I think they're you know they're 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 a little bit more smarter than what a lot of y'all like to give them credit for. It's just it's just easy money, man, because. Negroes like attractive women. The more attractive you can make yourself appear online, the more money you can make from these fools. Yeah, I mean, it's the same way with dudes in regards to women. The better looking you are, you know, the more money you'll probably make on YouTube. But, you know, that's just the way it is. You know what I'm saying? And it's just an easy money grab because, you know, if you strip these women away from the manosphere and be like, all right, go out there and make non-manosphere content. What are they going to talk about? What are they, most of them going to talk about? You'd be like, okay, you got to go out there and build a brand new channel from scratch. You can't talk about black men. You can't talk about this, that, and the third. What are they going to talk about? Most of them have nothing to talk about. So they come in here and they just repeat a lot of the things that the quote unquote more established black men say because they see all, they're watching these super chats fly up and down the screen. And then they're hearing all these black men whining and crying. We want submissive, docile women. Well, let me go ahead and play the submissive, docile woman and just agree with uh, everything these Negroes are saying and watch my subs and super chats fly up and down the screen. That's what I think is going on. Because I, I don't believe that they're adding any real value to the Bandosphere either. I don't, like, listen, I, I was listening to Sister George and she had Jessica X on there earlier. I don't know if they might still be doing the video for all I know. Like two hours of colorism talks about why people, Jessica X, you're from England. Are you allowed to talk about black issues? You're not ADOS. Colorism's like, who gives a shit? Who cares? Like, she can talk about whatever the hell she wants to talk about on YouTube. <laughs> like, like, who cares? You know, shout out to Sister George, though. All right. You all right. Oh, thanks for that donation. You all right. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me let me show my cleavage a little bit. <laughs> Yo, these bro. Yeah, and, and that's another thing. Listen, I don't know how people have time to do this. Like, between me going to work and then having to deal with the wife and kids. I don't know how people have time to be for, doing four-hour live streams every day. I, I can't do it. That's why when y'all see me do a live stream, I'm standing in the parking lot on a on a lunch break <laughs> for about 30 minutes. I, I, I just don't have that kind of time. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe these other people are fortunate. I don't have that kind of time. I, I haven't figured it out yet. So maybe I'm a slow one here because I haven't figured out how to do this for four hours every day. So that's no hate. I just ain't figured it out yet. I'm making more money on y'all. Then, then creators that actually can give you a spread certain information that can really change your life. So it comes down to you motherfuckers don't want to change your life. Y'all just love to complain. And people who figure that out be like, well, I might as well make some money off of these suckers. You know, they will pay me to actually air out their grievances. Not that they want to change anything. No, they want they want me. To actually say what they want to 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 say, and that's it. That, that's the hustle now. 
women come into your space and then you guys are regarding them as highest value as long as you get that little bit of attention from a female yo they're making more money off of you guys now that y'all so-called red pill than they were before you think women gotta take their clothes off anymore to actually make money off dude i okay only fans now you have the whole youtube shit yo shout out to be vegan she says why not put that energy on starting an actual online business well here's the thing be be vegan technically they could treat this as an online business all you gotta do is just go out there and file an llc you know depending upon you know they, they vary in price depending upon what state you in you file an llc and you know to be like i got a i got an online talk show online radio show you know most dudes ain't gonna do that because you know you got to go out there and 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 do some real work <laughs> you know it could take you like a week to get an llc file you know depending upon where you live or just pay somebody else to do it but like, i got an llc you know what i'm saying i'm about to go start another one because i'm about to i got my my, my soon to be 15 year old son I'm, I'm trying to help him start an online business so that he ain't got to go out there and ask for a damn job but you know they could treat this as an as a business. I mean, if you're gonna put four, five, six hours on YouTube, I would treat it like a business. I would go out there and get the proper paperwork and and, and do it like a business. Like this is my business. I just I don't believe most of these dudes are doing that. They're just up here just yik yakking away, like you know. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I'm saying? That's what I think, but whatever. These broads are making money. They're making good money. And yes, I look, hey, get that money, girl. Do what you gotta do. <laughs> like, oh, I ain't taking care of no feet, man. You know, oh do, no, no, these suckers, blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude. Yo. Listen, women make more money being single than they actually are in a relationship. You know. Let's face it, right? You have like, you know, Twitch stream, um, all these other things, you know, put on a little bit of slutty outfit on and all that shit. And you motherfuckers that claiming that, oh, you know, women are this, women are that. Y'all don't want donating to them OnlyFans account. Y'all don't want all up in the comment section be like, yeah, girl, uh, you know, you're not like the other ones. You know, I, 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 I like the way you think. I like the way you think because you could see the truth. You could see facts, girl. Yeah, you know, yeah. So, 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 who do you prefer, black men or white men? Yeah, let me tell, tell, tell me you like black men. Yeah, tell me, tell me. Oh, you like black men? Oh, yes. You just validated my existence. Oh, yes. I knew I was the sexiest man alive. Oh, thank you. Like yes, yes, you are. And then she'd be like, yes, yes, you are sexy. You are cute. You are highly valuable. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you for making me feel like a man. Oh, oh, now I gotta talk to that hater, Kim. You know, he was talking shit about us. Yo, 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 say it out loud. Say that you hate this guy. Say it. Say he's a racist. Um, all right. If you're for $20, I'll say it. <laughs> all right, $20 super chat. Yeah, I think Kim is racist. Oh, yes, you hear that, Kim? Kim, you hear that? You're racist. <laughs> you know why? She said it. Even she said it. She said you're racist, Kim. Oh, she said that they don't. She said that she doesn't want you, Kim. Oh, you know you're pandering. You just you're a simp, Kim. 
<laughs> Yo, you motherfuckers are getting pumped and dumped. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Anyways. All right, I'm next. I'm not staying for long. That was just like I think the next talk I want to talk about this whole pump and dump. Uh, not, uh. All right, so <clears throat> that's my man Art Banaka. Y'all go sub to Art Banaka. Um, that's my man, friend, friend of the channel over here. You say lovely tea. Wait, she has her own tea line and CBT hairline from her YouTube channel. That's smart. Lovely tea probably pulls in some serious cheese. Not just from YouTube, but you know, I imagine she makes some some nice some nice dough from um these other ventures she got popping. You know, as she should. And you know, that's what you all should be doing. Like, like the money that look, I'm not I'm not gonna be whipping out showing y'all what I make but on, on YouTube because ever since I started my my IT channel, my YouTube earnings have gone up dramatically in comparison to the money that I make off this channel. Like I make more money off my IT channel than I do off this one. And my IT channel, I only got like 1600 subs over there, but I make more money off the channel than I, I put it like this on my IT channel in about seven days, I'm making seven days what it takes me on average to make in, in about a month on this channel. Like, I mean, that's just the reality of the situation. So all the money that I make, I'm not spending it, tricking it off. I'm taking the money and, you know, reinvesting it and trying to do other things here and there. And uh, one of the things, like I said, I'm trying to help my, I was going to take some of this money and I'm trying to help my son start up his own online business, you know, selling t-shirts, nothing, nothing, uh, you know, where I'm actually going to teach him the actual process of making the t-shirts so that. Because, you know, everybody throws up these T-shirt lines, right? Go to Teespring, go here. And that's cool. I'm not knocking that. That's cool. That's easy to do. But the reality is you only keep about 30% of the money. And then those other companies keep like 70, anywhere between 60, 70, 80% of the money because they're doing all the work. Well, over here, I'm going to be showing my son how to actually make these things so that he can keep the 70% of the money and, you know, get out there, sell them. And then I'm going to be selling my own stuff in conjunction with, um, you know, some of the IT stuff that I got going on. But so that, that's kind of what I do. And you can make a lot of money. So shout out to Lovely T because that's what you should be doing. That's that's part of how you should be treating this as a business. And then you can come back and you can educate other black content creators about the game because all this stuff that I talk about, you know, just with the T-shirts and how to make it. I didn't learn this from any black YouTubers, y'all. I have to go out there. Like I've heard black YouTubers talk about you should sell your own merchandise, but it's hard for me to find a black YouTuber in the black manosphere. Let me, let me, let me put it that way. Cause there are a bunch of black YouTubers who are not a part of the black manosphere, but it's hard for me to find a black content creator in the black, in black YouTube, black manosphere that actually shows you how to do this stuff. I always have to venture outside. Like, like I just subbed to this white chick. She's uh she's one, she has one of those do She has one of those hobby, do-it-yourself channels she put me onto the whole game about t-shirts the entire game about how to do this how to do this and this is a, this is a doggone housewife got like 50 60 000 subs sitting around here making cute little christmas ornaments all day long and i just happened to watch one of her videos i was like holy crap this chick is about the this, this chick is, is is for real you know what i'm saying because my wife she my wife she's into this whole this whole uh hobby stuff arts and crafts stuff 
And I've told my wife, I'm like, look, babe, this white chick does exactly what you do. She sits around here. She makes all these decorations for her house, arts and crafts type of stuff. My wife be doing all that crap. I'm like, babe, this chick over here, 50,000 subs, she started her channel like two years ago. Why You could be doing the same thing. This is all she's doing. I showed my wife the stuff. I'm like, my wife knows all the stuff that this chick got. And I was like, you know what? I'm about to go take this money and I'm about to go get this stuff and we're going to be using it. So, cause I'm gonna help my wife get her own little arts and craft. Cause my wife makes all kinds of stuff. She's like into that thing. Like she's really good at it, but I'm trying to, I'm, you know, it's, you know, my wife, she's a little camera shy. Like she's not that she, she, she's a, she's a, I don't want to say she's an introvert or whatever, but you, you see this outgoing personality I have. And, and when I get to talking in front of people, that is like the complete opposite with my wife. Like I have no problems getting in front of groups of groups of people and talking like when I used to be in the army, I used to have to give presentations in front of a few hundred people at a time. I'm the only person up there throwing up there. I got to give a presentation. So I'm used to talking in front of large groups of people. My wife ain't like that. She's a little nervous. But so I got to I got to I got to eventually work her into this. And then I still use this stuff for my son and myself. But the whole, but the whole point is this. I, I got to learn all this stuff from the white folks, white folks. Right. And you know, look, I'm appreciative, appreciative of it, because at least they're out there making the content that's useful that I can use. But I would like to see that. I've been saying this for the longest. I would like to see this type of stuff in the black YouTube space. Like it doesn't always have to be uh, black women, this black women, that black men, this black men, that colorism, this colorism, that like, why can't we have more black content creators in black YouTube or even within the black manosphere that that can create content that goes that that is outside of the norm, actual real content that somebody could benefit from. Like, I mean, I tell you, I do my IT stuff, K coaching. He's in it. He does a lot of business related content. And look, I'm not saying everybody got to be out there doing IT videos or business videos, but I'm like, dude, there has to be something more to you than just your ability to hop on here and cry about white people, cry about colorism, cry about black women, cry about black men all day long. It has to be something more to this, and especially if you guys want to keep this thing thriving into this, this digital online repository that can actually help a young black person like my son, or if you guys got kids coming up that can help them. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if I was like, what if my son came to me, dad, I want to learn about, uh, dad, do you know anything about this aspect of business? And I'd be like, man, I really don't know nothing like that. But what if I could be like, but you know what? K coaching, go watch this dude on YouTube. K coaching. He, 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 he can, he, he can educate you. He knows all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Or somebody come up to one of y'all's kids. Hey dad, I want to, I want to learn it. And you're like, man, I don't know nothing about computers, but G Dizzle, he got a whole channel that can teach you this crap. Or you know what I'm saying? Or just something like that. That's what I think it could be, but that's not, that's not the direction it's going. Cause it's, it's just more so about, I want to be the, the next loudest voice who gets uh, quasi pseudo popular because of my ability to talk smack online and make people laugh and, and, and come up with that. And like, listen, there's a time and a place for that, but that is all that this content has devolved into. And that is why you see other content creators who get the big numbers, get the views. And then guess what? They try to break out. And escape this and escape the uh 
the plantation of black YouTube, the black manosphere, because the content is just the same thing over and over again. There is no real substance to it. There is no real intrinsic value that one can extract from and actually utilize outside of the realm of just being entertained. And at some point, you got to stop. Listen. As the content consumer, not the creator, but the consumer, at some point, you got to just stop wanting to be just strictly entertained all day long, especially if you're one of these people out there who legitimately believes that black society sucks and something needs to change. Well, you got to allow for new stuff to enter your brain so that you can kick off the change within you so that then you can go out there and lead by example, which will force you to look in the mirror instead of you just having to sit around here pointing your finger and whining and crying at everybody else. Because that's the problem. You don't, a lot of people just don't want to learn nothing, which will force them themselves to look in the mirror to, to assess truly where you are in life and what you're actually good at. Because, you know, you can, all these issues in the black community can be changed. It all starts with you. You tired of single mamas? Stop getting chicks pregnant. You in general. Because I know somebody can be like, I ain't getting them pregnant, but somebody is. These women are not just getting themselves pregnant. These, these aren't a bunch of, these aren't Jesus Christ's moms running around here. Somebody's putting babies in these chicks, B. Like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you know, just hold yourself accountable, man. But it's unpopular to hold yourself accountable, and it's unpopular to, uh, or well, it, it has. I, I think the tide is changing slightly with this one, but it's been unpopular to talk about self improvement. I know that's now becoming a popular thing now, but I don't really know how. I don't really know how true that is outside of the realm of somebody going to the gym or you stepping up your dress code. I don't really know how how true self-improvement actually is. Everybody wants to be a six-figure earner, but how many how many of y'all who listen to this content are actually going out there to learn the things that you have to learn and getting the skill sets you have to get and the experience you have to get to put yourself in a position to become a six-figure earner? Because I think a lot of y'all think this is just some overnight process like, oh, I'm going to listen to a couple videos. I'm going to throw a suit on. I'm going to go to the gym, get a couple muscles. And bam, I'm going to be a six-figure earner too. Like, nah, B, going to the gym, throwing a suit on, that's the easy part. That's the easiest part of the equation to the self-improvement thing. The hard part is you actually sitting down to learn something that is, is valued, that is of value to where somebody wants to pay you six figures, or you can start a business that can generate six figures. That's the hard part. And that stuff doesn't come overnight. Like most of y'all are not going to just come out the come out the gate straight out of high school, straight out of college, or you're switching careers or whatever. You know, you, you've been working at Home Depot for the past five years or something, and now you're trying to learn IT or whatever. You're not just going to come out the gate and bam, it's going to be six figures dropped into your bank account. Now, you're going to have to go out there and probably grind for about five to 10 years doing a bunch of so-called grunt work getting your education up, your certifications up, your skills, whatever the heck it is you got to do before you break that six-figure point. And I mean, that's just the reality of the world, but nobody's telling y'all that. They're just telling you six figures, high high value man, high value man. Well, who is actually telling you what it actually takes to become one? Because most of the so-called six-figure earners that y'all call high value men, guess what? They they didn't just become that. They they they've been they've been on a path to becoming that over the last 10, 15, 20 years. That's just the reality of the situation. And I don't know if anybody's really sitting down and explaining this crap to people. 
Or if they are, are people really trying to listen and actually digest what's being said? You know, making six figures ain't easy. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I, I, I'll agree with that. It's a lot of work to get there. But it's not explained that way. It's just explain, get a suit, put some muscles on, uh, and guess what? You, you'll be a six figure. You, you'll be earning six figures in no time. Just, just go out there, get a new job. You'll be earning. It's like, come on, man. Y'all gotta be real with these dudes. You gotta be real with it. But you know, the moment you start being real with a lot of your fans is the moment they're gonna start unsubscribing from your channel. Shout out to Real Deal Financial for the five dollar donation appreciate that y'all go sub to my man real deal financial he be out there doing uh, uh business topics as well he actually knows a lot about creating online stores and getting it popping with that so y'all can learn from this brother as well yeah shout out to airborne he says the journey to success is a marathon you have to put in the time and effort yeah but you know that's part of the problem everybody wants it right now Dude, it's a lot of work and effort that goes into it, but it's not explained that way. And then the moment you try to, somebody like me tries it, be like, hey, this is what it is. Then I get called a hater. My sub count drops. You know, it's just like, you know, it is what it is. It's just like, but this is, this is reality though. Cause if, cause listen, if you don't go through it, I guarantee you five, 10 years from now, you're going to be in the same position that you're in now. Like, this is just the way, it, this is the way the world operates, man. And it's been operating like this for a very long, you know, for, for quite some years now. You know what I mean? Ever since we hit the, um, ever, ever since the industrialized age kicked off, <laughs> you know, it's kind of how this thing has been going. And now it's, it, it, it's, it's the process becomes slightly more competitive in this technological internet age that we're in. Like, you're really going to have to go out there and compete for real. Says, gee, can you get a IT job in three months? Man, you can get one tomorrow if you want. <laughs> look, IT, listen. Oh, so IT jobs, look, you, if you know somebody, you can go get a job tomorrow. But yeah, you can get one in three months. So, you know, so my whole thing is so getting back to the topic is the manosphere getting pumped and dumped. Uh, you know, I kind of agree with my man Art Banaka. A little bit is like you know once somebody comes into the manosphere and they figure out how to attract an audience and that's you know their subs are starting to grow really fast and they're seeing they're making a lot of money you know if this person is serious about their endeavors in youtube they're, they're gonna have to bounce from the manosphere they're gonna have to bounce because you're only gonna get so far with just just sticking around doing the negative woe is me toxic stuff it's, it's, it's only going to go so far, man. Look at all the big YouTubers. The, the Logan Paul, Jake Paul, the YouTuber that knocked out Nate Robinson about a week, about two weeks ago. Y'all think he makes all his money off ad sets? No, he got endorsement deals galore. All kind of him and his brother got all kind of crap popping. You want to go mainstream in YouTube, you're going to have to clean your act up, B. Can't be on here just calling people... MFers and the B word all day long. 
That's why, you know, I don't curse nowhere near as much as I used to curse a year or two ago. And I mean, I'm trying to clean up to where I'm not cursing at all, but you know, it's, it's, a, it's a struggle. But on my other channel, I don't curse at all. I'm conscious about that crap. And guess what? Every channel on my Tech G video is fully monetized. Every single one. I ain't even got to worry about going in there requesting anybody to review nothing. They monetize it as soon as I hit the monetization button. Every single one. And guess what? It attracts audiences all over the world. And I don't just make money off of the AdSense. People go through and they buy stuff that I have on my site, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, even with just the AdSense, it makes more money than this channel makes. You know what I mean? You just got to think bigger. You got to think beyond this. But, you know, if like I said, I'm just going to keep saying, if, if you're really one of these people, you really want to, you really want to uh, uh, do something positive for the community, right? Or leave your footprint where a young black person, male or female, can take your words of so-called wisdom and apply them in their life. You're really going to have to think about this content that you create in this space, man. Because my soon to be my 14 year old son, soon to be 15 years old, dude, there is nothing that I can see that he can get from most of these content creators in this space. I, I do. I just can't, I cannot refer to my son, refer my son to this space to get anything because all he's going to do is just get, they're just going to try to indoctrinate him, turning him into an incel or a black woman hater or, or woe is me babbler or, or, you know, whatever, man, just, I don't want my son doing that crap. I don't want my son. Listen, I don't want my son running around here judging all black women like that. You judge each woman that you deal with on an individual basis. I don't want him running around here thinking white people are superior to him. No, you go out there and you show and prove and do what you got to do. And, and, and I don't want to hear no, no excuses. You're going you're gonna to be accountable for the crap that you do and what you don't do. You know what I mean? But which is a shame, but you know, that's why I was listening to sister George earlier. And like I say, they had, they had Jessica X on there and somebody, I want to say, I don't know who said it. Oh yeah. It was some chick. I don't know who she is. She was, she was saying something to Jessica X and she was like, Jessica X, you're biracial. How come you don't talk about, how come you don't, you don't talk, you don't make content talking about your white side or, you are all, all the content you have to make is just negative stuff. And I left a comment in the video. I was like, shoot, since when does black YouTube care about positive content? Like all you Negroes care about is negative stuff. Like the whole reason you're here is to try to, you know, get some dirt on Jessica X, you know, about, you know, because y'all don't, y'all want to know who she is and what she stands for and blah, blah, blah. Is she really a colorist and yada, yada, yada. Shout out to K coach for the 10 says always keeping it a hundred bro. Appreciate that. Make sure y'all go sub to this man. It's a great brother right here. But I was like, black YouTube, when does black YouTube care about positive content like this, man? Like that stuff that really doesn't do views like that. Most people tune in for the neg negativity, but yet they'll scream up and down. We need positive stuff, but they don't support it. You'll be hard pressed to get support. But once you leave black YouTube and you tell your content for a more general, wider YouTube audience, you'll get more support. It's just not going to be specifically aimed at black folks, which is the weird thing about it. 
you have to leave the black circles to create this positive content, which will attract the attention of a lot of other people besides black folks, and they'll support your stuff. <laughs> it's weird how that works. And I, like I said, I'm seeing it with my own eyeballs with my own channel, y'all. You know what I mean? With my other channel. I see it. It's weird, but it, it is what it is. It just reaffirm it just re uh, um, reaffirms in my mind that you know I, I don't know it's just weird that's right Mark Ball a biracial babbling again and you're gonna listen to it because that's what you do I mean do I got to go down my whole spill we run we run the community and you're here listening. <laughs> You're going to get some of this knowledge. You're going to go out there and improve your life. Now, if you don't improve it, then that's on you. So, anyways, so shout out to my man, Art Banaka. Like I said, y'all go, let me put those channel up there one more again. Because y'all want to go sub to the brother. Art Banaka is the, the manosphere getting pumped and dumped. Uh, you know, I sort of agree with that. You know, you, you you hit a certain level, you got to bounce because you're only gonna there's there's a there's a real ceiling over here. Only very very a very select few will will actually be able to derive serious long term money off of black YouTube, the black metal shit. And in order for you to do that, you really got to go above and beyond to do some extra wild and ridiculous crap. And I don't know if a lot of y'all are comfortable with doing that. And the first thing you're, gonna, you're more than likely going to have to do, you're going to have to get on camera and show your face. That's step one. A lot of, a lot of these content creators in, black, in the black manosphere are terrified of turning that camera on for a variety of reasons. They're scared because, one, they probably ain't all that like they claim themselves to be. Two, they're scared somebody might recognize them in real life and then start pulling up the receipts on them saying, hey, this person really ain't about what they're talking about. That's what that's the issue. So if you really want to get it popping in the black manosphere as a content creator on some 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 Kevin Samuels type of stuff, some O'Shea type of stuff, you're gonna have to turn that camera on. That's step one. You're gonna have to turn that camera on. And most of y'all don't want to do it. And so you're gonna be stuck. <laughs> you're gonna be stuck. Says one SYS BM person told me he has too much to lose if he shows his face. Yeah. Look, it's easy to get up here and hide behind the camera and talk reckless and greasy. Turn it on. If you really bought that life, turn it on. And look, I'm not telling you not to turn it on. I know some people are like, but you didn't turn your camera on. I was, listen, I always plan to turn my camera on. I turned my camera on for the first time last year. I had this channel for like two years and never turned the camera on. And then I turned it on just I was like, all right, whatever. But I was going to turn it on anyway because I was going to turn it on my other channel. So it was like, you know, I just didn't see a, I wasn't in a rush to turn it on. But even still, I don't, I don't get up here and just act reckless and ridiculous even with the camera on. It says, how do, Jason Black is an anomaly, D-Maze. Like, like, like you're always going to have the outliers. He's an anomaly, but he's been around YouTube for like 10 plus years. But everybody ain't going to be a Jason Black. 
Yeah, ain't gonna be able to just hide behind your camera, pretend to be Professor Black Truth, aka Jason Black, and get it popping. And the only reason Jason Black is popping like that is because he got the cosign from Tariq Nasheed. Can we be honest about that? If Tariq Nasheed never co-signed him, he wouldn't be as big as he is. That's the only reason. If Jason Black had never got the co-sign from Tariq Nasheed, Jason Black would just be hovering around 50,000, 40,000 subs. Tariq Nasheed co-signing this dude is, is the reason why. And Tariq Nasheed shows his face. So that, that's it. That's the reason why. Yeah, I think he's Professor Black Truth. I think they are the exact same person. So, you know. But y'all got to turn them cameras on, man. And don't be scared. I believe y'all should stand on y'all square, man. If y'all believe all this crazy crap y'all say about black women, and black women too, Chrissy and all them, y'all the crap y'all say about black men, do like Cynthia G. Turn them cameras on. <laughs> turn them cameras on. Cynthia G at least has that camera on. You know what I'm saying? She will stand on hers with the camera on. You, you can't deny that about her. Hate her or love her. At least she is she she is brave enough to do that. Chrissy got a hundred plus thousand subs. I don't know what the hell this woman look like. I ain't finna go out there and figure it out either, but I yeah, I just find it amazing. I I'm I'm listen. I'm of the mindset that Chrissy is not an attractive woman, y'all. I'm just going to put it out there. I'm, 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 I just believe it. I, I just don't think she's, I think the moment somebody sees who she really is, the, the everything's going to come crashing down because she probably ain't that attractive. Because I don't know of too many attractive women who are scared to turn the camera on, like legit attractive women that are big content creators like that. Look at Paris Milan. Her camera all her, her face all up in the damn camera. She ain't that attractive to me, but she all up in the damn camera. You know what I mean? I just don't think Chrissy is that attractive. If you were to see her, I don't think she's gonna be that attractive. And that's cool. You know what I mean? She ain't gotta do it. She she's at a level, she don't have to do it, but she's an anomaly. Those are not the standard. The standard is you know, all these the majority of the people that we see that are just going to be stuck hovering around a few thousand subs. And that's cool if that's where you want to be. But if you want to take this thing seriously, you're going to have to, you have to uh, readjust some things. Like, I'm not here to bash the woman. I don't know what she looks like. and I'm not going to go figure it out. But I'm just of the mindset. I just don't believe that she's an attractive woman. If you're scared to show your face after being on YouTube for X amount of years, and you, it's like, eh, maybe you're really not. And it's the same way with the dudes. Dudes be up on here. Man, I'm this. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I get all the honeys. Like, all right, well, turn your camera on, nigga. Let's see. <laughs> you know, this, this ain't, you know what I'm saying? You ain't, you ain't, you ain't got to be on. You ain't got to be playing for the rainbow team to, to, to decide if a dude is, uh, is a handsome dude or not. You can tell. Like, niggas can tell. Like, all right, nigga. Get out of here. You ain't pulling no chicks. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. You know what I mean? Like, you know, obsidian. <laughs> Turn that camera on, bro. Let's see, let's see what's going on over there. You've been in chicks on. You got chicks bent over the couch all day long. I, I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe it. But whatever. <sighs> 
you know, I look, I don't, I don't support this doxing thing, you know, but then again, I'm not, I don't listen. If you're going to go out there and just say some of the most outrageous, utterly ridiculous things about people and you know, it's going to piss some people off. You know, you have to be willing to accept the you know what I mean, it's like, you know, I'm not worried about it. There's quite a few of you on YouTube who actually know who I really am on Facebook. And some of y'all follow me and send me friend requests. Some of y'all follow my actual real Instagram page. Not the one, not my other one, but my the one that's in my real name that has pictures of my wife and kids on there. Some of y'all actually follow that. So I ain't worried about the crap. One, I ain't out here talking super reckless and greasy. To the point where I want to go at people like that. I'm like, no, nah, I just get up here and say what I got to say and keep it pushing. But I don't support that doxing crap, but you know, people dox me like, I don't know what they're going to find. <laughs> You'll find up. Oh, yeah, I actually did serve in the military. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I did jump on a plane. Yeah, I did that. Yeah. I got pictures of me overseas. Just Google my real government name. You'll see a picture of me in Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah, that was me. So, you know, I don't know what you want to find. Yeah, I do live in Florida. Yeah, that's really me. <laughs> so, it's what it is, though. But I'm not into the feuding. and the, I just make my content talk, keep it pushing. And hopefully, somebody can learn from my content. You know what I mean? But that's really the goal. I may not package it up in the best manner. I could probably put more effort into that. But the end goal at the end of the day with most of the stuff I talk about is hopefully some young knucklehead out there can actually take this game and, and, and apply it because I'm not, I'm not giving you imagine like, listen, somebody asked me the question earlier. There was like, what was my rank in the military? I got out as a staff sergeant. I was an E6, E6 staff sergeant in the U.S. Army. I used to be in charge of troops all the time. I used to have to give these counseling sessions to them. Except that, you know, just just telling them how to guide them on how to get their career um, on a on a positive trajectory so that they can make rank and go out there and do all the wonderful things. And then when I was deployed to Afghanistan, uh, I had I was in charge of troops out there to where I had to make sure that they were doing the things that they needed to do so that they didn't end up getting killed over there. So I've always been in a position of leadership and taking charge and having to lead people. In real life, for years now, I've been doing this. And Airborne, he's a prior military. He knows exactly what I'm talking about. Anybody that served in the military and you were an NCO or an officer, you know what the heck I'm talking about. Especially if you were an NCO. I was an NCO, non-commissioned officer. So I've done this. where I've had, to, I've had 18, 19, 21-year-old kids, male and females, looking up to me as 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 for leadership so that they can figure out what they need to do so that they can make rank. They can go out there and be all they can be. Or they were looking at me to help them fix some personal issues in their life. Maybe they had messed up uh, credit. They had bad relationships with their spouse because they got married too early or they're having issues with the kid, you know, whatever. I had, I was that dude where I had to answer these phone calls or give these soldiers these counseling sessions. That was like part of my job. That was literally part of my job description, as in literally. Now, the way I talk to y'all is exactly how I used to talk to them. <laughs> I would always get my soldiers, sit them down. I didn't go over there with some, 
you know, on some Sinclair from from Living uh, Living Single, where I pat you on the back, talking about woo 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 woo. No, I would just talk to them like you know, like 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 my man from Minister Society. You know, you fucked up, right? You know, you fucked up. I would be on some crap like that. Like, yeah, you know, you messed up. We're gonna have to drop the hammer on you and, and do all kind of crazy things to your rank and paycheck. And then we're gonna put a plan together to help you fix it. Like that was actually a part of my job. We would sit there, yeah, Bill Duke. We would sit there, yell at them, tell them how bad they suck, yada, yada, yada. And then we would have to actually go through the process of putting a plan together to help this soldier correct their problems. As in literally, that was part of my job description. I couldn't just tell the soldier he sucked. You're horrible. I would have to put a realistic plan together to help this person fix whatever they sucked at. They failed the PT test. After I got finished yelling and screaming at them, I would have to sit down and put a plan together to get this soldier to pass this damn PT test in the next 30 or 60 days or 90 days or whatever the case may be to prevent them from getting kicked out of the damn military. They did this. I mean, that was just a part of the job. So that's kind of, but when I was yelling and screaming, I didn't go in there, you know, with, with some kitty gloves on, just tell them all the crap they want to hear. It ain't your fault. You failed the PT test because, you know, it was real windy outside. Yeah, you couldn't run in the wind. The wind was slowing you down when you came around that corner, man. That's why. No, you suck. You didn't, you didn't run your two miles like you were supposed to. You failed and you suck. And you on suck status right now until we take the next PT test and you better pass it. You fail your tape test, you suck. <laughs> you fail this, you suck. I mean, come on, man. That was just, that was just life. That was, that was part of my vocabulary every day. You suck. Well, guess what? We're gonna help, we're gonna help you, uh, we're gonna help you figure this out. So that you, so that you, you don't get, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was just the way it was. So I feel like I'm qualified to come in here and yell and scream at y'all. And then turn around and be like, all right, well, you can do this. Or if I can't do it, I can refer you to somebody who can. That's what I try to do. I don't, I don't feel like I have to just sit here and just, yeah, remedial PT. I was the king of that. I led that shit. <laughs> I know y'all see me now. Man, you fat. Listen, I've already showed you the pictures of what I used to look like. I showed you the pictures seven years ago. Some of y'all ask, some of y'all in the comments like, yeah, you was G Diesel. Yeah, nigga. I used to work out a lot. <laughs> What happened? Nigga, I got lazy in a combination of getting older with injuries and, and, and a slight bout of depression. Shit happened. You know what I mean? But I'm about to get it right. The hell out of here. <laughs> That's what happens. But shoot, I showed y'all the pictures when I was y'all age. Did, did, did y'all look like me when I the picture in, in the pictures I showed when I was y'all age? That's the real question. Uh, let, me, let me pull it up. All you young cats out there, all you young cats out there, right? Here's the moment of truth, right? Don't, don't pay attention to this pig. This, this, this is the wild, crazy man. There you go. 22 years old. Look, look at the jawline. Look at the jawline. All you 20-something-year-olds out here, this young dude, 22 years old, could run two miles in just about 14 minutes flat 
like eight laps around the quarter mile track nonstop. Wake up, go drinking, hit the hit the track, run, push ups, sit ups, jumping out of airplanes at that age, all that crap, my nigga. Could you do that? That was me, twenty two years ago. Uh, not twenty two. Eight. Uh, what year are we in? Eighteen years ago. Could you do that? Huh? Oh, you couldn't. Oh, okay. Seven years ago, it was me. You know, I got, got a, you know, I had to work on a, you know, a couple things here and there, but I used to lift a lot of weights. I was what, 215, 61, 33 years old. You know what I mean? Now here I am <laughs> looking like a damn father that's getting wore out by this dude right here. You, you try, you try managing this kid all day long. You, you'll be looking like this too. You know what I'm saying? So miss me with all this crazy talk I'm talking about. All this crazy talk. All the things y'all want to do, I've been, I been doing that, nigga. Niggas be in here talking about jawlines. Nigga, I've been had a jawline. <laughs> I've been doing that before it became a popular thing to say. Get out of here with this crap. I've been in the gym. And I know how to get back in there, too. I just haven't did it yet. Get out of here. Big Scrap says he was selling dope at 22. Good for you. How'd that work out for you? So... I'm just saying, though, I try to give real life advice from a real life perspective, not just some fluffy stuff because I want to get more views and more money. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I can get more money other ways. I just really a part of me. See, here's the thing. A lot of people be like, burn the community down. Let it burn. A part of me. And I used to say that. I used to be like, let it burn. But you know, there's this, there's this part of me. I just can't let this crap go, man. There's this part of me that there's just like this little hope that, man, somebody going to get it right. Somebody's going to figure it out. And you know what? It's It's been working. Let me show you again. Let me show you again. This is why. This is why I do it, right? Let me show you. You see this right here? My man, Dark Keith, sub to both. He went out and took the A plus 1001 exam. I helped pass. I helped him pass. I'm not going to say it was 100% me, but whatever. He said, thanks for your videos. I would have never considered a tech career had I never watched your channel. So I got this brother. I don't know how old this dude is. I'm assuming he's in his mid-20s, early 30s, somewhere around there. I, I, I don't know. This brother would have never even considered entertaining a career in tech had it not been for me. And now he's out here passing exams because of stuff I drop on that other channel. You know what I'm saying? Like, here's the other channel in case y'all are wondering what I'm talking about. He's out here, he's out here passing exams, y'all. Putting himself, like, I got two courses up here already. Well, 1.5. This is a full course. This is half of another course. I'm about to start the other half of this course in a couple days. But this brother. This brother out here passing IT search, right? To put himself on a path to where he could possibly be earning six figures in about five, 10 years, realistically. Why? Because I've known plenty of people to include myself that we've made six figures in about five to 10 years doing just IT. And we ain't even talking about no college, just straight IT. So this is why. 
I can yell and scream at this brother all day long, right? But I'm one of the few YouTubers in this space that, I, that I've seen, might be others, but I'm just talking about me, where I can yell and scream at you and, and, and call and tell you suck and then provide another avenue for you to unsuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you go out there and do, and do some things with your life. And here's the proof. I ain't got to sit up here and make videos all day about my jawline and how in shape I used to be and how I was out there just snatching all the honeys because this nigga was out here pulling chicks back in the day. This dude right here, 22-year-old version of me, this dude was a chick magnet. Stayed dipping and diving. You had that been there to see it. It was, it was, it was so much of it going on. I couldn't even believe it was happening. I was like, man, I'm living my best life. Ain't no way in hell I'm settling down. At 22 years old, I couldn't get these chicks away from me. And there were times where I used to be like, get away from me. I don't want to mess with you. <laughs> it was on some crap like that. And I'm not even making that crap up. You be seeing these 30-year-old, 40-year-old niggas making videos. Nigga, I've been doing that crap. I don't see the need to talk about it anymore. Why? Because I'm this guy. I'm out here taking pics with my six-year-old son for his birthday. I'm out here putting on Wu-Tang Christmas sweaters with my hair looking all crazy at the age of 40 years old. I'm this guy now. These niggas be talking about stuff I was living. I was that nigga back then. Damn right. But now I see what's more important. Is it more important for me to sit here and reminisce about how I used to be slipping and sliding guts all day long before, before I met the wife, of course? Should, it, should I be talking about that? Or should I just be, or should I be out here trying to motivate some dude who can really do something with his life? You know what I'm saying? Like, What's more beneficial? Me being a 40-year-old dude trying to, yeah, man, let me tell you how, you how you can get all the honeys. Or me helping this brother out, man. This brother get into an in-demand career field where he can go get a nice job or he maybe even start his own business. And something that's going to be in demand for the foreseeable future. Where he can actually be on a path to making the six figures if he ain't already making it. And I'm assuming he's not making it. I'm just assuming, but I'm assuming he's not. But at least I have helped laid out, lay out a blueprint to put him on to the six-figure path instead of just talking about how you need to be one. Well, I'm actually showing this brother how to get there. And I'm not just saying you got to go get in shape and throw a suit on. I'm like, nah, nigga, this is what I've done and this is what you can do to get there. Realistically get there. Like my brother, he does it. My youngest brother, he's a college dropout, works in IT. Be doing it for like, eight, I don't know, eight years now. I think he makes... Just under a hundred. If he ain't at the hundred break, if he ain't at a hundred thousand yet, he's like literally just under it. Like I'm talking about like 90, 95, 5,000. You know what I'm saying? Like right there. You know what I mean? So what was I'm, I'm just this, this is what I was talking about in my last video. Like the video I did, old men versus young men. Like, like what's more important, B? You know what I mean? What's more important? And this is this is part of the problem with the, with the black manosphere. It, it's just evolved into what my man Art Banaka was saying. Everybody's just trying to hey, shout out to Art Banaka. He's in the building right now. Everybody's out there just trying to chase coochie. 
who, who, who can tell the biggest stories about how to get coochie? Who's the biggest player? Like, my nigga, you 40, 50 years old, B. Or if you're a woman, you out here whining and crying about dudes all day long. It's like, y'all should just stop dating each other. Just, just focus on doing you. Go, go start a hobby, man. You out here chasing six-figure niggas or the illusion of a six-figure nigga. Like, first off, you got to be you got to be in the vicinity of these niggas. Most of y'all ain't even in the vicinity of a dude that owns six figures. Like if you working at if you working at Wendy's or some other low low skill job, like chances are you're not even around six figure dudes all day long. You're not in their circles. You're not going to their social clubs. You're not getting invited to their parties. You know what I'm saying? Like you're just not you're just not around these people like that. In order for them to even notice you, you got to be around these people. And normally, how do you get around them? Chances are you got to go into a career field where they are. So you want to be around a bunch of six-figure doctors. Chances are you might have to become a nurse or become a doctor your damn self and work at the hospital and be surrounded by these people. And then when they go to little company functions, you're at the company function. They go on to other mixers. You're at the mixer doing some networking. Like, you got to be around these people, man. Like, do y'all not understand that concept? Women? <laughs> so, so it just behooves me when I hear these conversations. I'm just like, these people are lost. And the people that are leading them, they're just not, they're just, they're just purposely leaving out some of the main ingredients. They're just giving them, they're just giving them all the, all the little condiments on the side, uh, uh, all the little side dishes. Like they're just giving them the French fries. Like, nah, B, throw that damn raggedy ass hamburger down their mouth too. Cause like, this is how this works in real life. And a lot of y'all just don't get it. And I don't think you want to get it because it's not fun. Like, listen, you like, what do you mean? Listen. I can get up here and be like, man, I'm so proud of this brother. I can give myself a thousand pats on the back, right? And he ain't the only one. He ain't the only one. Right? I, I post these pictures all the time, right? Okay, this dude I went to college with, right? He, he, uh, he just did this video presentation. I wouldn't be surprised if they give this dude some type of, work out some type of deal with him because, He's over here teaching the company how to use their own product, right? If you go watch this video, there's a company called GeoGebra. My man, he, he we went to college together. He's a, he, he teaches math at, at the high school, calculus, all that advanced stuff, right? He came across this app and did a 50-minute presentation showing the makers of this app how to use their own damn app. So I wouldn't be surprised if, if they start breaking him off some money for this crap. But anyway, so I post all these pictures, right? Of people who take my stuff, they're comparing me to other people out here saying I'm a better IT teacher than them. I like it back, and I appreciate all that, right? So I post this crap all the time. But you know what the problem is? None of this stuff is fun. Like you watch these videos, some of these shits will put you to sleep. And I'm just giving straight information on rapid fire. Like I'm not, I'm not sitting here cracking a lot of jokes. I don't have like the look. I don't have the best. I don't have the best. Um, video presentations with, with fancy schmancy slideshows. I don't do none of that shit, B. I just put straight information in bullet points like this. <laughs> All through the video. 
every video, bullet point, boom, 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 boom. You're gonna be like, man, there's some dry stuff. Yeah, it is dry. But you know what? This is the dry stuff that's gonna put you on a path to uh, earning six figures. So you become this high value nigga that you always uh, that you complain about or that you aspire to be. That's 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 what's gonna happen. Because this is the boring stuff, B. And you're like, how, how's it boring? How? Because I'm the one that got to sit here and research this crap. For myself, sometimes putting these videos together. That's why it's taking me so damn long. Because some of this stuff is super dry and boring. But this is stuff that's going to, what I teach can get you to the six-figure mark. Now, like I said, I don't have the answers to everything. I don't know nothing about HVACs or electricians. But this is just the stuff that I know. Right? But this is this will be the stuff that gets you there. And it ain't sexy. It ain't, I'm not gonna be putting a suit and tie on and and got and got little weird lights in the background. Nah, it's just straight dry, boring stuff, getting straight to the point. So you can go out there and pass the damn test, get hired, and be on the path to making six figures. That's all I do. That's what I do. You know what I mean? I do this. And hear the results of it. So I could be out here talking about jaw lines and pulling and pulling breezies all day long or how I used to be in the gym. I can be doing all that stuff, right? But, you know, to me, what's more beneficial? Help, help, helping, helping brothers out like this, right? I come over here and yell at you, smack you across your head, and then, and then come back and, and drop some real knowledge on your ass at the same damn time that you can actually apply in real life, in real time. Not some fluffy crap. And I'm talking about my stuff is on some damn near step-by-step type of shit. That, that's the type of stuff I do. You dig? But, but but the problem is it's boring. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to pop you some no dos and, and be ready to take some damn notes. I mean, that's just that, that's there's no getting around it. You understand? If you want to become a six figure dude, you're gonna have to go through some boring crap. Ain't no getting around it. Anyways, I'm done running my mouth. So y'all go sub to everybody. Shout out to everybody. Put some money in here. Y'all go sub to my other channel. You know what I mean, um. Other than that, shout out to Art Banaka. Art Banaka, man. So y'all go sub to this brother. That's the one that sent in the original topic. Help that brother get to 1,000 subs so we can join the 1,000 Up Club. Other than that, I'm about to roll. It's, not, it's, it's 740. I'm about to go in here and stuff my face and watch me some television like a boss. All right? Y'all be easy. Peace.